Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I think there is little that is more annoying in sports than when the officials issue a statement indicating just how wrong they were minutes after a game is over. I do understand the need for transparency, and I certainly do think it has to continue. I'm not telling you I don't think the officials should admit when they get it wrong. I mean, that's part of the human experience. Sometimes we're wrong. Uh, Sometimes every day we're wrong. Oh, sometimes every hour, we just get it wrong. (laughs) And they're humans, and I have no problem with honest mistakes. I I mean, you don't love them, right? But officials, these officials at the pro level are still the best officials in the world. And the majority of the time, the vast majority of the time, they get it right. You have to admit that we tend to focus on and obsess over the ones they get wrong. I will reiterate one of my house rules that definitely incenses people, and that's okay. You don't have to agree with me. But here on After Hours, we recognize that no game ever comes down to A single moment. No game is ever decided by one play, one call, one missed call. 
one sequence, one decision? Of course not. That's why you can't blame officials for wins or losses. The athletes have far more control than the officials do, number one. Number two, in an NBA game, which is what we're talking about, there are 48 minutes. There's a lot of time for you to impact the game. The calls that are made at the beginning of the game, they have the same impact as the calls at the end of the game (laughs) in terms of their weightiness. Now, the challenge, of course, is that calls at the end of the game don't leave you much real estate to make up for it. But it's not like the Pistons played some perfect game and didn't make mistakes themselves. Calls generally even out. Generally. Not always, but generally they do even out. There's some misses on each side. You could go through every game, and some of you fans do, and there's calls that are missed or that you don't agree with for both teams. So what I always wanted from the referees, from the officials, just call it the same way on both ends. And it's up to athletes to adjust. If you're letting athletes play, which is what I always preferred, giving us a little rope, allowing us to have some contact, as long as you're calling it looser on both ends of the court. But yeah, it's up to athletes to adjust to the way that officials are calling the game. It totally drives me crazy when two minutes after a game is over, the officials admit, oh yeah, we got it wrong. Well, for heaven's sakes, if you could see it so clearly... Why not call it when you're on the court? Yeah, this is not a good look. And, of course, it takes away from pretty much anything else that happened between the Knicks and the Pistons. And it was a fairly obvious missed call. Now, is that why the Pistons lost? No. They turned the ball over twice in the last 20 seconds. It's not why they lost. But it's what we focus on. And it's certainly what Monty Williams is focused on. And I think that's understandable, right? As a coach, he's had a really challenging year. The Pistons are sitting on, are you ready for this? Eight wins. Eight. You can count them on two hands. You don't even need toes. Eight wins. That's it. They've set records for futility. It's just been a brutal season. They've come up with all kinds of interesting ways to lose. And in a season like this one, when you're fighting and scratching and clawing for any type of win you can possibly come up with, you'll take any win. A win is a win, is a win, is a win. This stands out. And in the heat of emotion, I certainly understand why Monty is upset. I certainly understand why he's campaigning for calls. And I certainly understand why he needs to do this for his locker room. Right? He needs to stand up for his locker room. He needs to stand up for his players. And so the referee, the crew chief does admit that with eight and a half seconds to go, 
A foul should have been called. A loose ball foul should have been called. It was not called. You will hear the reaction. Well, the calls too. And the reaction. Specifically from Monty. Because he goes full Monty, baby. That's coming up here in the next couple seconds. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You can find me on Twitter, A-Law Radio. There are still dog photos coming in. Like, seriously, still dog photos coming in. And many of your stories. Like one man who wrote about his puppy, Emma, that he had to say goodbye to not that long ago. So I recognize with an audience as large as ours and the reach of social media, well, certainly there are many of you who are feeling the same way that I am. And so I appreciate all your kind words. I really do. And the puppy photos. Because they are amazing. So whether it's Twitter or Facebook or our phone number, 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. couple things we didn't get to on the first show of the work week, which always blows me away. Well, what blows me away is when people say things like, oh, it's such a slow time of year, and yet we still can't get to everything. We've got more from Russell Wilson in his conversation with Brandon Marshall on the I Am Athlete podcast. Some Dion Dawkins that's spicy. Oi. He's not holding back. I think players get a little bored in the offseason. They decide to drill down. He hates the Jets, (laughs) which is in and of itself relatively common. But he's got very specific reasons. And he decided to air his grievances on a TV network that I've never heard of. I'm sure that's just me. I'm very uncool. But we found it. I have no idea where it is on my cable package or if it's on my cable package, but I found it. (laughs) Also, a little baseball on this edition of the show. Oh, my gosh, people so upset. A few people. I wouldn't say a lot of people. A few people so upset. How dare you talk about the NFL when it's baseball season? Is it? I, I I don't think it's baseball season yet. Come on. If you're the type of person that needs to hear a breakdown of a spring training game, this is not the show for you. Boring. Wake me when it's real. And that's the same attitude I have for any preseason. Have you ever heard me talk about preseason NBA or preseason NHL? Or, for that matter, how often do you hear me really pick apart or talk much about preseason NFL? No. 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 The whole point of the preseason, of course, is to gear up and get ready to get stretched out and limbered up and to not get hurt. So it's not baseball season yet. But it will be soon. March 20th is when the Padres and the Dodgers will begin the MLB regular season in Korea, south, not north. Uh, And then the 28th is when the rest of Major League Baseball gets underway. And so we are still waiting for a bunch of dominoes to drop in the free agent market. Of course, you heard about Cody Bellinger, or if you didn't, you will. 
The Cubs are psyched about that. And then Shohei Otani is getting ready to make his spring debut. I will miss him pitching this year, but this 2024 Otani for the Dodgers can certainly make an impact because, you know, they definitely need more bats. My gosh. Why don't we add Otani to a lineup that includes Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts. Wait, stop me if you've heard this before. Who else is in that lineup that's so good? My favorite, Chris Taylor. My gosh, he's such a dirt dog. Why is he always dirty? He's always dirty. The Dodgers don't need more bats. What they actually need is pitching. So I suppose this is brilliant as we look down the road. But yeah, they've already got MVP candidates at the top of their lineup. And now they're going to go ahead and add some more. Some more hitting. It's kind of nuts, though. Max Muncy. Jason Hayward, is he still playing? <laughs> I actually don't know that. That's uh, something I'm going to have to go back and look at. Will Smith. Will Smith, for sure. Jason Hayward is still playing. It's a shot in the dark. Anyway, like I'm saying, they do not need more bats, as in need bats. We're pretty good. <laughs> but they definitely need... Some pitching. We'll see how that works out for them. They need some healthy pitching. They're willing to wait for Otani. So we'll do a little baseball. And our friend David Sampson will join us in the final hour live, which will be fun. We always enjoy his inability to be boring. (laughs) Talk about boring. That is not David Sampson. Uh, Longtime Marlins. President. And then more on this court storming conversation. Here's the thing. I don't know what you can do. Our friend Jerry Palm, he broached this idea of threatening the students with banning them from the next home game if they storm the court. And, of course, this is a bit of a reaction to what happened, not just with Duke at Wake Forest, but also, you remember, Caitlin Clark. I don't think she got roughed up or hurt by a fan, but there was contact with fans. That's a recipe for disaster. It makes me nervous. I don't trust fans. I'm sorry, I do not trust fans. Fans that are fired up in the throes of emotion, in some cases have had alcohol or other substances that mean they're not in full possession of their senses. But at what point have you ever heard of an emotional, logical sports fan? I deal with them all the time. But if you followed sports for even two years, you know that some athletes receive death threats when fans are incensed. We do not want crazy fans on court or fields, or the ice. That would be funny. Storming an ice hockey rink. Slipping and sliding all over the place. Actually, that might be funny. Trying to catch up with the players or whatever. It's not a good idea. But the... The challenge of banning it and getting students to care 
if there's a fine that's issued to the school or if there's a strongly worded letter or announcement or an apology. Oh, we're so sorry we stormed the court. What what do students care about that? They don't. And I can't imagine you're going to have a school who's on board with banning students from their arenas this time of the year when it's part of the college experience. But also, they want to sell the tickets. (laughs) And they want to be able to fill an arena for a home court advantage. Yeah, I don't really know what can be done. I appreciate the debate, but I don't know how you drive the point home and drive the message home to the students and the fans themselves. And it's not all students, right? Sometimes it's alumni. Sometimes it's younger people maybe that are recently graduated. I don't know how you drive the point home that it's unacceptable. You can't do it. Are you going to arrest them all? Are you going to line your court with off-duty law enforcement or hire extra security bouncers? I don't know how you do it. And so while the debate goes on, honestly, i just not sure it's possible. But I'm interested to hear what people have to say. So coming up, thank you, officials, for admitting that you made a mistake right after the game is over. I'm sure that played well in the Pistons locker room. They probably weren't even out of the arena and (laughs) headed home to Detroit or wherever they're going next. It happened that quickly. Don't. We're just getting started. On Twitter, A-Law Radio. On our Facebook page, if you missed the conversation with Jerry Palm, strong words for him when it comes to the court storming. So if you missed the conversation, you can check that out on the podcast. We put the link up a few hours ago. And hang with us because it's our second show of the work week. And I'm going to do my absolute best to get to everything. Like everything. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Shot clock turned off. D. Vincenzo, 10 seconds, throws it away. And he'll commit the foul. Referees don't call it. Brunson picks up the loose ball. Shovel pass. Hart lays up. Good. Hart lays it in with 2.8. Scramble possession taken away twice by Detroit. Somehow the Knicks got it back along the near sideline. Hart puts it up and in to give the Knicks the lead. And he's fouled. Alex. What did we just witness? I'm still trying to figure that out because the game. What just happened? The game was over twice. Three times. Everybody rising. Here's Brunson up top. Won't give him much space. He'll fire. 11 to 25 on the night. There he goes. He'll fire. No good. Rebound. Grimes chases it down to the corner. It saves it to Fontecchio. And then he turns it over. Even Chenzo, and then a steal by Asar Thompson. 
And they tackle him and take it away. Are you kidding me? Underneath the basket, there's a foul on the bucket. That is an unbelievable bad call by the officials. 112-111 New York. I mean, that was a foul at midcourt on Thompson. Thompson was mugged over there on the sideline. That's, that is ridiculous. And now the Knicks can take a two-point lead with 2.8 seconds to go. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Neither the Knicks nor the Pistons radio teams can believe what they saw on the court at Madison Square Garden. I watched this as it was unfolding, and yeah, it was a lot of back and forth. You felt like you were watching a ping pong match or pinball, the way the the basketball itself was bouncing all over the court. And both teams had opportunities to secure it. Now, that doesn't excuse the missed call by the referee at half court with about eight and a half seconds. Dante DiVincenzo plows into a piston, just knocks him over as he's got the nose in front, if you will. He doesn't have the ball yet, but he's gotten to the ball first. And he's about to corral it when DiVincenzo takes him out. And at this point, the Pistons are up 111-110. So the ball then goes back to Jalen Brunson, who in a heads-up play, a heady pass down to Josh Hart on the left block, and he makes the layup and gets fouled. Misses the free throw, gets his own rebound, gets fouled again, and makes one of two. So it was total chaos. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Josh ultimately ends up with the game-winning bucket and another free throw. And call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It was certainly a wild scene at MSG. That just sums up our team, sums up our city, man. We uh, we grind, we we did, we fight, we scratch, we claw, and we find a way. You can call it tight, you can call it loose, 
I'm looking for consistency, and you know, I, I thought they were. I thought they, the, the game, I thought it was a good hard-fought game. I thought they played well, um, and I thought we battled. The perspective of Josh Hart, who says this is really a microcosm of our season, I assume he means the battle and the fight and everything that it's requiring physical mental toughness to get each win. So that's on MSG Network. And then Tom Thibodeau, who loves this kind of game. Loves. He's all about fighting, scratching, clawing. Certainly all about the the tenacity and going for loose balls, although probably not taking out a player from the other team. So that's the Knicks' perspective as they pick up the win. Monty Williams, different perspective. Didn't really feel like being in front of the microphone for very long. He starts out hot. Where's the New York media now? The absolute worst call of the season. No call. And enough's enough. We've, we've done it the right way. <clears throat> we've called the league. We've sent in clips. We're sick of hearing the same stuff over and over again. We had a chance to win the game, <clears throat> and the guy dove into Asar's legs, and there was a no call. That, that's an abomination. You cannot miss that in an NBA game, period. Well, you shouldn't, but they did. And admitted it moments later, as in minutes after the game ended. That just annoys the crap out of me. If you could see it so clearly and so quickly, just call it in the game. That's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. I know it's frustrating to be in his situation where they've come so close so many times and they're still sitting on eight wins. Eight. That's rough. And to see this one slip away in a couple of turnovers and a, a, a loose ball foul that wasn't called, yeah, it makes sense that he's going to air his grievances. Now, I will also say this is how he stands up for his guys, right? This is how he shows the locker room that he's still committed, that he's on their side, that he recognizes their effort. I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of our guys asking me, what more can we do, coach? That situation is exhibit A to what we've been dealing with all season long, and enough's enough. You cannot dive into a guy's legs in a big-time game like that and there be a no-call. It's ridiculous, and we're tired of it. We just want a fair game called, period. And I got nothing else to say. We want a fair game, and that was not fair. I'm done. Monty Williams has a point about that particular moment. It's not as though the officials are out to get him or the Pistons. They've got their own issues. But yeah, it's frustrating when you come so close and you know you're not talented enough to compete with the majority of teams in the NBA. And then you feel like the refs aren't doing their jobs either. As for the locker room, Cade Cunningham has one word to describe the Pistons group. I'd say live it. It's the word of the day. Live it. 
That's actually the word I'm going to use for Wordle on Tuesday. I usually do Wordle while I'm sitting at the breakfast table. And this is, of course, after the, the zoo eats because they have to eat first and go out first. But then when I'm finally allowed to eat myself, yeah, I play a little Wordle. Still doing it. Livid's a good Wordle word. Livid. <laughs> the only thing is it just uses one vowel, which means that you can't check a couple of them off at the same time. But I like it. I'm going to use it in honor of Monty Williams, in honor of Cade Cunningham, in honor of the Pistons. I'm sure the NBA will pile on and issue a statement as well, but a lot of good that does. I understand the need for full transparency, but goodness, right after the game is over, it's like adding vinegar to an open wound. It's a complete crap. Right? Darko agrees. Still a travesty. You want to know what's a travesty? Is that Darko did not get into the After Hours Hall of Flame. You all stink. That's it. You stink. I've been calling you back. Scotty Barnes is going to be the face of this league. I have the whole thing memorized now. We can't, I feel like Monty and Darko, they've, they need some, some, some air time because, just because it, they work so hard. And speaking of Darko, actually, the Raptors have, have turned things around, but it'll make me smile. Go ahead. How's possible is Scotty Barnes, who is all-star caliber player in this league, he goes every single time. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. to the rim with force and trying to get get uh, to, the, to the rim without flopping and, and not trying to get foul calls. He gets two uh, free throws for the whole game. How is that possible? How are you going to explain it that, that to me? They had to win tonight? If that's, if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. Just give them a win. But that, that was not fair tonight. And this is not happening first time for us. Scotty Barnes is going to be all-star. He's going to be the face of this league. And what, what's happening over here during whole season, I've been calling you back. It's a complete crap. So, I don't know. Are you on the side of Monty Williams and Darko? That the refs are out to get them? That the officials are treating them unfairly? I've been holding back. The absolute worst call of the season. I feel like we need a montage. We need to look up. Probably Google. 
officials getting blasted by coaches and see if we can come up with one of those press conferences for every single team. Crap. <laughs> That'll be a fun project for producer Jay. I know it sucks, but that's not why the Pistons lost. That's not why they have eight wins. I'm sure it's just been the worst few months. But hey, if Darko and the Raptors can turn it around, then so can the Pistons. I think it's because of Scotty Barnes. If only the Pistons had a player like Scotty Barnes. How are you going to explain that to me? They get to win tonight? Just tell us that we won't show up. <laughs> All right, on Twitter, A Law Radio. And our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence, our YouTube channel as well. Good to see so many of you in honor of producer Jay's birthday, which is Tuesday. Good to see so many of you subscribing to our YouTube channel and recognizing how happy that makes Jay. That and Darko make Jay really happy. Scotty Barnes. <laughs> it, it's... uh. I'm telling you, it's a travesty. He should be in the After Hours Hall of Flame. We might just put him in there anyway as uh, a, a veterans committee Honorary nomination. Mentioned. No, no, no. He's going to be full-blown. He's going to be like uh, veterans committee selection like they do in the and uh, the NFL. Well, it's not the NFL, but the, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame, and then also they have one for baseball too, right, where the the veterans committee <laughs> gives them the honor after the fact. I like that. Uh-huh. It's going to be a veterans committee choice because th- we are the veterans committee. <laughs> All right, coming up. Hmm, what do I want to do coming up? I don't even know how you follow that. That's pretty good. Oh, well, the Heat had almost none of their starters. <laughs> Goodness. I told you it was a bunch of brawls over the weekend. But brawls have consequences. I'm emo. Leave me alone. Brawls have consequences, but not court storming. Think about that for a minute. It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. left hand got it just in case you need to recognize the rookie's got some abilities and i mean the miami heat are skipping out the floor to give 11 to death paul hawkins now working on sabonis oh he gave him the okey dunk and then went with the flipper underneath showed it to him brought it back left him in the dust inside a minute to go get it to bam bam the double team gets it back to right he'll move it to martin This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Jason Jackson on Heat Radio. A 36-19 third quarter that the Heat used to pull away from the Sacramento Kings. 
And actually, there were chants of let's go heat in Sacramento, which is interesting. If you're a Miami Heat fan, do you travel to Sacramento for a game? It's a, a real question. <laughs> I, I don't mean, know. Don't don't they leave their own playoff games early? Isn't that like the uh, notorious thing? Mm. It. I'm not sure if it's a destination. If you're in Miami, would you be going to the Bay Area this time of the year? Or maybe there are just Miami Heat fans everywhere. <laughs> it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. So no Jimmy Butler. A, a lot of guys missing. Remember because of the, I told you brawls were all the rage over the weekend because there was a brawl, y'all. Uh, and so with guys missing, they end up having rookies step up and take on roles that are good for them, kind of stretch them out, give them new opportunities. And that includes Jaime Jaquez, who had 26 points uh, and spoke to Bally Sports Florida. Took a lot of togetherness. You know, we had some bodies down. Um, our game plan was to just come together, winning for those guys who are here with us right now. Uh, shout out to Nico, Jimmy, TB, all those guys is for you. We have guys that love competition and love these kind of scenarios. And, and look, these are rotation guys, so don't uh, don't undersell them uh, at all. Uh, Bam was uh, sensational on both ends of the court tonight, uh, and then he just you know gave us those huge buckets, you know, down the stretch and the free throws. That's what this group uh, is about. It really became so much less about anything in the huddle or coaching. It was just use your competitive spirit and figure out how to win this game. Beware of the heat. This is who they are. Their identity, their MO does not change. They bring in guys who fit the MO. And Eric Spolstra, who continues to have different rosters, different rotations, and yet assimilates them all into the culture, gets them to buy in. So no Jimmy Butler, a couple of other guys that were missing too, like Thomas Bryant. <laughs> Another young forward, Nikola Jovic. Not Nikola Jokic, but Nikola Jovic, who actually got suspended because he left the bench. <laughs> Draymond Green talked about him on his recent podcast. The young fella Jovic. Left the bench. Come on, young fella. Even I know better than that. Yeah, I've been suspended more games than you have played in your career. Ouch. Come on, young fella. You can't leave the bench. And who is over there on that bench telling him, hey, man, no, stay over here. Don't. That's the I, That's the most. I, like, even my suspensions, young fella, they sometimes have to make a decision. Like, all right, we got. Like, that's an obvious one. They ain't even got to make a decision. Or you just getting dinged like that, bro. Somebody somebody over there on that Miami bench, y'all make sure y'all designate somebody to keep the players off the bench because y'all could have avoided that one with the young fella. Young fella, learn your lesson, though. Don't let them get you with the easiest one. Even mine, they got to make a decision. Don't let them get you like that. Did you catch what Draymond said earlier in that clip? I've been suspended more games than you've played in the league. <laughs> I've been suspended more games than you've played in your career. <laughs> I guess it's a good thing he can make light of it. Oh, my gosh. I've lost more money than you've made in your entire career. Oh, my gosh. It's After Hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, we'll have more from Draymond Green as we head through this edition of the show. 
Uh, remember how Micah Parsons and his podcast all season waffled and and kind of hopped back and forth on who should be the MVP? It was his quarterback, then it wasn't his quarterback Point anymore. Point blank period. I mean, he had a – I understand during the course of the year, it makes sense that you would go from this guy to Tyreek Hill to your own quarterback to Lamar Jackson, blah, blah. Uh, well, I guess that's what Draymond's going to do now. He's got some thoughts on the MVP. And no, he he doesn't think he should win the MVP. You're not a champ. You would You're chump. a clown. Oh, <laughs> I forgot it's a clown. I said you would chump. <laughs> oh, he cracks me up. So that's uh, his podcast. The Miami Heat are who we thought they were. Don't let him off the hook. They go into Sacramento and they win big, even though... They're hand down and a couple of men down. But this is a team that, because of its leadership and because of its experience, is so incredibly dangerous. They've won four in a row now, eight of their last ten. They have a slight advantage, like as in very slight advantage, over the Pacers and the Magic. Oh, that's weird to say. Uh, the, the Pacers and Magic right now are in... The 7-10 split, that's the play-in tournament, which is so dumb. So I call it something equally dumber. Uh, The 7-10 split. So the Miami Heat are just out of that little gimmicky tournament right now sitting in the sixth spot. Uh, They're about to catch up with the Sixers. The Sixers are fading. And they choose to spend their effort in Philadelphia booing Doc Rivers. Oh, yes, that's the problem. <laughs> so, but no no Joel Embiid, and they're dropping now pretty steadily. They've lost seven of their last ten. So the Miami Heat have an opportunity to leapfrog them, get up into that five spot, and they're dangerous. They're going to be dangerous in the postseason because this is who they are. Damn right. They've given us the blueprint and the prototype. There should be no surprises when the Heat ratchet up that playoff intensity and make their opponent's offense look just ugly. Marty in Texas, welcome to After Hours CBS Sports Radio. Hello? Are you in a tunnel? No. Can you hear me? Kind of. Well, I just had a couple ideas about storming the field. I mean, the court. Okay. That they could they should put railings up in front of the student section, and if they have to, they could pat them in case a, a player flies into them. Or they should make the students sit in the upper deck, and then they could sell a lot more expensive tickets. That one I kind of like, although I suspect it's not only students who are storming the court, but probably a lot of students. But I like that idea. It's just that you're. Well, yes, you do need to punish the whole group or or make changes for the whole group to send the message. Uh, I don't think the railing would work for for a lot of reasons. Um, it, it's it's actually a hazard for the athletes that are on the court, right? Um, but the idea of making sure the students don't have access to the court that I like. All right, thank Marty. You. No, thank you. Thank you for listening and thank you for calling. 
It's good to hear from you. On Twitter, A-Law Radio, and then our Facebook page, too, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. We'll talk more about this next hour, but Steve Forbes is the Wake Forest head coach, and and his team and his school is where this uh, debate has recently sparked again. No one, I mean no one, should be on the court until the opposing players, coaches, staff have been given the opportunity to leave the court and exit the bench area. End of discussion. Now, that wasn't the case on Saturday, and I personally apologize to John um, after Shire. the game. I, I felt like what happened to him and his players and his staff was just unacceptable. And anyone who thinks they're somehow at fault is 1,000% incorrect. So apologizing to the Duke head coach, John Shire, whose athlete, Kyle, Filipowski, I know I saw, actually saw some recent audio from him. He's essentially said that he is really sore. His ankle is really sore. They initially thought that it could be a sprained ankle and that he is still feeling it. But he's, at this point, doesn't seem like it's a serious injury. He's just sore and and hoping that he can play moving forward. It might be a little tender, a little ginger. Bill Self, one of the prominent voices in college basketball, weighs in from Lawrence, Kansas. I once snuck into Allen Fieldhouse. And Jim Beheim, the recently retired head coach of the Syracuse Orange, he actually has the contrarian opinion, of course, because he always does. I'd love to hear your solutions. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.